Hello and welcome to the seance room where we communicate with our dearly departed and the occasional annoying, frustrating, but friendly office ghost. The seance room is a place where we all come to discuss everything and anything under the paranormal umbrella. So stay with us, join hands, and enjoy the episode. Hey folks, so tonight I'm going to be discussing an event that um, had a movie of the same title. Um, It involves the city of Los Angeles, the United States Navy, the United States Air Force, and it also involves the UFOs. Now, you may be asking yourself, but Ms. Hyde, what can you be talking about? Well, I am talking about the Battle of Los Angeles, or as it's known um, as the Great Los Angeles Air Raid. Um, so, this event took place February 24th into the morning of February 25th, 1942. And it took place over the city of Los Angeles. Okay? Um, now, we had just gone and entered the war. So this event takes place three months, two or three months after we enter war. Okay? Um, we all know that we World War Tour we entered the war because the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor. So a lot of this event um, takes place um, over the West Coast. Okay, so the United States um, gets word that the Japanese are planning to attack the mainland and that could be anywhere on the west coast from Alaska down to California Um, now on February 23rd um, which was the day before this event started um, and uh, there was a bombardment of Elwood um, near Santa Barbara okay so you have the attack of Pearl Harbor in December and then in February 23rd you have a bombardment near Santa Barbara and then you have supposedly um, rumored air attacks air raids um, on the west coast okay So keep this all in mind, okay? So you got the U.S. Navy involved. You got the U.S. Air Force involved. You have the cities, the city of Los Angeles involved. But you also have Juneau, Alaska involved, Seattle, Washington involved. So you have a lot of other states on the West Coast that are preparing for this, okay? That are, you know, being, like, ramped up. Okay, so um, the Secretary of Navy, Frank Knox, held a press conference and he stated that the uh, attack on the West Coast was a false alarm. There was no such thing, okay? But at that same time, newspapers um, had their own speculations and they published a number of reports 
stating that, again, the military is doing a cover-up. And we all know how good the military is at cover-ups. They're wonderful at covering up any story. Okay, so this total event, there was only five deaths. Um, three were in a car accident. Sorry if you hear dogs in the background. Um, and two were from heart attacks. So, in 1949, so jump a couple years forward, um, the U.S. Coast Artillery Association um, ID'd a meteorological weather balloon um, that was aloft, that it was released at 1 a.m. And with that one balloon being released it started the the entire shooting um and um with that being started imaginations started to go crazy now skip another 40 some years to 1983 the Office of the U.S. Air Force History um, state that this entire event was caused by war nerves and triggered by a lost weather balloon and by stray flares and shells burst. So a lost weather balloon, stray flares, and shells being burst. I that reminds me of the Phoenix Lights, <laughs> where it was you know military aircrafts dropping flares, um, and for some odd reason these flares, um. We're all stationary, and we all know flares fall at different speeds, and they go out after a couple minutes. So this is why the newspaper all would be saying it's a cover-up. Something else is going on. So Pearl Harbor gets attacked on December seventh, forty-one. Okay, we go to the we go to war next day you have public outrage and you have paranoia across the country the and especially on the west coast so again like alaska oregon washington and california so you have paranoia hitting those states because they all fear that the japanese are going to attack or they're going to invade the mainland Okay, which could happen realistically. Um, you know, look at 9-11. We didn't think we were ever going to get bombed. And what happened? We got bombed. So, I mean, back then, people actually feared that the Japanese were going to bomb and invade us. Okay. Um, Juneau, Alaska. The residents were told to cover the windows at night for the blackout because they were told that the Japanese submarines were lurking um, along the southeast Alaskan coast. Rumored that Japanese are off the coast. Okay. Also rumored that the Japanese aircraft carriers were cruising off the coast of San Francisco Bay Area, which resulted in Oakland closing its schools and issuing blackouts. Okay. Civil defense sirens provided by the Oakland Police Department cars blared through the city and radio silence was ordered. So you have this city taking its precautions, ordering blackouts, ordering radio silence, ordering people to stay in, no come out. Okay. City of uh, Seattle 
imposed blackouts of all buildings and vehicles. Now, if you had left your lights on in a building, um, businesses, vehicles, mobs of people would go and smash and turn off the lights. Okay. So people took this serious. Now, people even took it more serious when rumor, I'm using air quotes, started to fly that 500 U.S. Army troops had moved to the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank. Now, remember I told you, you know, Van Nuys had a whole bunch of um, those air sirens, posts and, and, and horns and all that stuff? You can still find a couple of those in Burbank, so... Okay, so keep that in mind. Um, and that the army was there to defend um, the Hollywood facility against enemy sabotage and air attacks. So all these rumors are starting to trigger all these events up the West Coast. And people are getting paranoid. People are getting antsy. People are scared, you know, because they're believing these rumors. Now, the U.S. began to mobilize for the war. Anti-aircraft guns were installed. Bunkers were built. Air raid precautions um, were drilled into... um, Were drilled into the, the population all over the country, okay? Now, contributing to the paranoia, many American merchant ships were indeed attacked by the Japanese submarines off the West Coast. Especially from half of December 41 through uh, February 42. The SS Air Egg World Airwald? I don't know, I'm butcher that. Escaped the attack. SS Amido, it sank. The SS Samoa escaped. SS Larry Doheny sank. The SS Dorothy Phillips damaged. The SS HM Story escaped but then later sank um the SS Camden sank um the SS Montebello sank the SS Barbara Olson escaped the SS Connecticut was damaged the SS Idaho uh, was had minor damage um, now, as the hysteria continued to mount on the February 23rd, um, at 7.15 p.m., during one of President uh, Roosevelt's uh, fireside chats with the Japanese um, submarine, the I-17, surfaced near Santa Barbara and shelled the Elwood oil field in Goleta. Remember, I... Prior to this, there was that bombardment of the Elwood, okay? So this is was it. Although the damage was minimal, like 5000 in property damage, which was like about 7900 in 2019. But it had no injuries, okay? Now, the attack had a profound effect on the public imagination, okay? West Coast residents started to believe that the Japanese could storm their beaches at any moment. Now, less than four months later, Japanese forces bombed Dutch Harbor in Alaska and landed troops in the um, Aleutian Islands of Alaska. Okay? So, 
people are starting to believe this stuff and you know like see this is happening in alaska it's happening in in you know santa barbara it's going to happen okay so all this is being fed in to the people's mind now the alarms are raised now on february 24th 1942 the u.s naval intelligence issued a warning that an attack on mainland california could be expected within the next 10 hours so they're telling people we're gonna get hit in the next 10 hours okay now that evening many flares and blinking lights were reported from the vicinity of defense plants okay now an alert was called at 718 and lifted at 1023 p.m okay three they renewed the activity began early in the morning on the on the 25th of february okay now at 225 in the morning air raid sirens sounded all throughout la county now if you don't know california los angeles county is massive okay just the city of la has like 4.5 million people that's just la now include the entire county that's huge okay so keep that in mind now a total blackout was ordered and thousands of air raid wardens were summoned to their position okay so they're calling it they're like we're going to get attacked okay so at 3:16 in the morning the 37th coast artillery brigade began firing 0.50 caliber machine guns and 12.8 pound anti-aircraft shells into the air at a reported aircraft right so they don't know what it is but hell to hell with it we're gonna start firing at it now pilots of the fourth interceptor command were alerted but their aircraft remained grounded so they were giving the heads up but they weren't giving clearance to go which is weird you have ground crew shooting at an aircraft but you're not going to have your aircraft crew leave i don't know to me that's weird Okay, now the artillery fire continued sporadically until about 4.15 in the morning, okay? The all clear, in air quotes, was sounded and the blackout ordered was lifted at 7.21 in the morning, okay? Several buildings and vehicles were damaged by shell fragments. Five civilians died, like I mentioned before. Um, indirect result of the anti-aircraft fire. Again, three were um, killed in in that car accidents, which ensuing chaos. Two of heart attacks attributed to the stress of the hour-long action. The incident was the front page news along the Pacific coast and across the nation. So you have all these people. There, I mean. To be honest, if you only had two people die of heart attacks due to stress and stuff going on, there has to be more people. There would have had to be more people frightened, more people, like five total, come on. To me, it sounds like they're, they're covering up more incidents. I don't know. Okay. Now, the press. Okay. Now, within hours of ending the raid, Secretary of the Navy Frank Knox held his press conference saying that the entire incident had been a false alarm due to the anxiety and war nerves. So you're telling me that you're going to stand up in front of reporters and lie to their face saying this was a false alarm Somebody got trigger happy and it started it all. I don't think so. 
trigger happy, yeah, I could, I can see soldiers getting an itchy finger and they want to, you know, go to work because of whatever happened in Pearl Harbor. I get it. But to be, to say it was a false alarm and, um, you know, blame it on anxiety and war nerves, I, I just don't, I don't buy that. Now, Knox's comments were followed by a statement from the Army the next day that reflected um, General George C. Marshall's supposition that the incident might have been caused by enemy agents using commercial airplanes in a psychological warfare campaign to generate panic. So I don't know which one to believe. Knox's reason of anxiety and war nerves or general marshals bullshit of enemy using airplanes to psych us out and cause panic seriously i don't know which one to believe because they both sound like bullshit to me now press us outlets suspect cover-up of the truth that's where i'm going okay now the long beach independent wrote there is a mysterious um, there's mystery with this whole affair and it appears that some form of censorship is trying to halt discussion of the matter and I, I agree I agree with the Long Beach Independent it's a cover up something really happened but the Navy and the Army somehow came up, came up with this stupid reason that they want people to believe but common sense and logic make you question their reason which again I'm questioning it okay now speculation was rampant as to involving invading airplanes and bases okay theories included a secret base in northern Mexico as well as Japanese submarines stationed offshore with the capability of carrying planes. Others speculated that the incident was either staged or exaggerated to give coastal defense industries an excuse to move further inland. Now, Representative Leland Ford of Santa Monica called for a congressional investigation, saying none of the explanations so far offered removed the episode from the category of complete mystification. This was either a practice raid or a raid to throw a scare into two million people or a mistaken identity raid or a raid to lay a political foundation to take away Southern California's war industries. Excuse me. So Leland looks at this and he's saying bullshit. Either you all are practicing a raid, you're trying to scare the people, or you know, you're using the raid to remove you know industries from the economy. And I agree. I, I agree with Representative Ford. Okay, so I mean, none of this shit makes sense, and I don't understand why. I don't know. So, at the end of the war in '45, the Japanese government declared that they had flown no airplanes over Los Angeles during the war. In '83, the U.S. Office of um, Air Force concluded the analysis that evidence points to meteorological balloons that caused the initial alarm. Okay. So Japan is telling us that after that, you know, after the war that they didn't fly anywhere over LA. The Air Force is telling us that it was a lost balloon that triggered it. 
Now, I don't know to believe Japan. I don't know to believe Lost Balloon. Okay. But all I smell is bullshit. And it's not the good kind of bullshit. So. Um, let's see. Alright, so. So. You know, Leland is sticking to his guns. You know, something else is out there. And you guys, you know, between the army and the navy, y'all are telling us that it's our jitters our paranoia our anxiety that is getting to us um and that's what you they want us to believe now there was a photo published in the los angeles times um on february 26 1942 that featured a UFO conspiracy theories as evidence of the extraterrestrial visitation. Now, they asserted that the photo clearly shows searchlights focused on an alien spaceship. However, the photo seemed to be heavily modified um, by a photo retouching prior to the publication. Now, if you Google it, um, you'll find a couple images stating, you know, searchlights and looking at the um, sky, okay? Now, Los Angeles Times writer Larry Hirsch noted that the retouched photo, along with the fake newspaper headlines, were presented as true historical material in the trailer of the 2011 film Battle Los Angeles. Now, if the publicity campaign wanted to establish UFO research as nothing but lies and fakery, it couldn't have done a better job. Um, it's just, I don't... Okay, and hold up. I'm trying to speed read here. Now, so, like I said, at the end of the war, the Japanese stated that they didn't send any planes over the area. That um, although, although submarine-launched aircraft were subsequently used over Seattle. Okay, now... A study of the evidence suggests that the balloons known to have been released over Los Angeles may well have caused the initial alarm. But then again, why are you releasing weather balloons at night during wartime? Unless you're like an idiot and you can't grasp that some people are going to mistake the military, including civilians, are going to mistake that as enemy and shoot at it. I still say it was a UFO. I'm just saying. Um, now, a careful study of the evidence suggests that the balloons known to be released over L.A., may well have caused the alarm. Now, the theory is supported by the fact that anti-craft artillery units were officially criticized for having wasted ammunition on targets which moved too slow to have been planes. Now, after firing started, careful observation was difficult because of the drifting smoke from the shoulders. Now, the acting commander of the anti-craft artillery brigade in the area testified that he had first been convinced 
that he had seen 15 planes in the air, but he had quickly decided that he was seeing smoke. Okay. You claim to see 15 planes, but then you change your story or you change your mind and it was just smoke. Something made you think there were planes. So something about that smoke made you think there were planes. Which, I don't know how you get planes out of smoke. Um, But I think this dude was smoking crack. Now, competent correspondents like Ernie Pyle and Bill Henry witnessed the shooting. Okay. They were there. They saw it. And wrote they never they were never able to make out an airplane. It's hard it is a hard to see in any event what the enemy purpose would have served by an attack in which no bombs were dropped. Unless perhaps Mr. Stimson suggested the purpose had been reconnaissance. So if two people cannot make out an airplane, but yet you have somebody saying that they seen 15 airplanes, you have two people saying, we can't even make out an airplane. So... A lot of people um, believe that it wasn't in a, a weather balloon, that the military, a lot of the soldiers saw a UFO in the sky and that started the or it initiated the attack with guns being fired and um, at this unidentified flying object okay now Powerful searchlights from countless stations stab the sky with bright, probing fingers. So, mind you, there's a whole bunch of different stations and these super powerful bright lights are pointing to this craft, okay? While anti-aircraft batteries dotted the heavens with beautiful, if sinister, orange burst of sharp shrap metal okay now chaos reigned over the next several minutes now it appeared that Los Angeles was under attack yet many of those who looked skyward saw nothing but smoke and the glare of act act fire Now, your imagination, they're saying that imagination could have easily disclosed many shapes in the sky in the midst of that weird symphony of noise and color. But the cold detachment disclosed that no planes of any type in the sky friendly or enemy. Now, for other people, however, the threat appeared to be real. Now, reports poured in from across the city describing Japanese aircraft flying information, bombs falling, and, and the enemy paratroopers. Now, there was even a claim of Japanese plan, plane crash landing in the streets of Hollywood. You know, I could barely see the planes, but they were up there all right. The coastal alt- artillery man named Charles Patrick Letter, later wrote in a letter, 
I could see six planes and the shells were bursting all around them. Naturally, all of us fellows were anxious to get our two cents worth in. When the command came, everybody cheered like a son of a gun. I thought he was going to say son of a bitch. (laughs) Son of a gun. Now, the barrage eventually continued for an hour. By the time the final all-clear orders ordered, given later that morning, the Los Angeles artillery batteries had pumped over 1,400 rounds of anti-craft ammunition into the sky. That's a lot of ammunition. For what? Now... It was only in the light of day that the American military units made a puzzling discovery. There had been, there, there appeared to be no enemy attack. Now, the reports were conflicting and every effort is being made to ascertain that the facts. It is clear that no bombs were dropped, no planes were shot down. A statement from the Army's West Western Defense Command. Now, ironically, the only damage during the battle had come from friendly fire. Well, no shit, Sherlock. You have your 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 guys shooting. Somebody's gonna get caught in the crosshairs. Duh. As anti-aircraft shrap shrap metal rained down across the city. Shattering windows, ripping through buildings. See, this is where carelessness falls in. So, I say there was more deaths than five. Because you have all this metal falling from, you know, all this stuff that was being fired. It's hot. It fell through a house. It fell through cars. I mean, people had to have died. But then again, I'm just... I wasn't there and I wasn't experienced. I didn't experience it, so... I don't know. One dud um, careened into a Long Beach golf course. And several residents had their harm, homes partially destroyed by three-inch artillery shells. See what I mean? That could have landed on somebody's home and killed somebody. While there were no serious serious injuries from the shootout, um, you know, you had people who passed away. In a preview of the hysteria, the would soon accompany the Japanese internment. Now, authorities also arrested some 20 Japanese Americans for allegedly trying to signal the non-existent aircraft. Bullshit. I'm sorry. So, you're going to take these Japanese Americans and you're going to put them in a camp Because you believe that they were signaling the enemy. Lord have mercy, give me patience. Now, over the next few days, the government and media outlets issued contradictory reports on what later became known as Battle of Los Angeles. Now, Secretary of the Navy dismissed the firefight as false alarm. I already said that. Okay, now... Um, But the Secretary of War, Henry Stimson, echoed Army's brass in saying that at least 15 planes had buzzed the city. False alarm or 15 planes. Mm, You know, he even advanced a provocative theory that the Phantom Fighters might have been commercial aircrafts operated by enemy agents. Now, Stimson later backpedaled his claims, but there was still the matter of thousands of military personnel and civilians who claimed to have seen 
aircraft in the skies over LA. According to the New York Times, witnesses had spied a big floating object resembling a balloon, while others had spotted anywhere from one plane to several dozen. Now, the more the whole incident of early February 25th was examined, the more incredible it becomes. Now, what caused the shootout over LA? So, the Japanese already said that they didn't fly any planes over LA. Now, a more logical explanation for the firefight is that the trigger happy servicemen um, and the rudimentary radar system combined produced a false alarm. I still don't understand how a weather balloon why a weather balloon would be released so early in the morning. Now, it's likely that the Battle of Los Angeles was just a mirage. Um, it was still a chilling reminder of the vulnerability of many Americans felt at the beginning of World War II. The Japanese would later, you know, um, hatch several schemes to attack the American ma- mainland, including launching 9,000 explosive laden fire balloons, but none of them produced enough. Um, none of them produced enough um, level of mass hysteria um, as the phantom shootout over LA. Now, even at that time, many journalists noted that it was fitting that the incident had taken place in the home of the film industry. Now, in an article of March of 1942, the New York Times wrote that the world's permanent fabricator of make-believe Hollywood appeared to have played the host to the battle that was just another illusion. Now, getting back to this, I believe that there could have been a UFO um, in the sky that night. Um, If people are describing, you know, one object could be a UFO. But at the same time, you know, we were attacked in December of the prior year. So a lot of people were trigger happy and they, you know, wanted to seek revenge. But if you're going to tell the nation, if you're going to tell the West Coast in particular that it is a false alarm, um, the Navy and the Air Force should have got the stories together and not give two different stories. Because that also leads to confusion. The people are going to be like, okay, who do I believe, the Navy or the Air Force? Do I believe the president? Who do I believe? Again, they they don't know. So, what do you guys think? Was it a UFO? Was it trigger happy servicemen that wanted to get um, their piece of the war? Was it uh, weather balloons? But then again, if you think it's a weather balloon, then why is it being released at night? 
how come it couldn't be released during the day? Inquiring minds would like to know. I would like to know. Wouldn't you like to know? Um, so that movie was loosely based on this event that happened in February of 42. So let me know what you think. Do you think that the military um, powers should have got their story straight and collaborated and have each other's back? Do you think it was a weather balloon? Do you think it was a UFO? Or do you think this whole thing was bullshit and didn't really happen? So leave me your comments and I will be talking to you later. If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed, where you can edit, um, record, and upload. Um, you can throw in um, soundtracks. You can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now, I use it because, like, it's user friendly and um, it is free. And I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing now most platforms you know before you can even try it out you need to sign up and pick a plan i like anchor because i don't have to go through any of that so i recommend it now if you really want to get into it i recommend you going to your website anchor.fm and you know signing up or you can download anchor.fm from the Google Store, iTunes um, and give it a try. So don't forget to go to anchor.fm, sign up and I'll see you all in the podcast community. Have you ever wanted a podcast that um, is multifaceted? Um, that your hosts are cool and down to earth you know they talk about everything under the sun including the kitchen sink but they also are real you know well let me tell you about table muscles now Rob and Wolf are co-hosts and Rob is a good friend of mine um, they have a really cool podcast that um, like I said covers everything you know they do conspiracy theories they do um, shout outs they um, support uh, an, or- uh, an organization or an awareness for the month um, if you um, are um, going through a rough time you know they make themselves available you know you can hit them up with a direct message on insta their facebook page um, I don't know if they have a twitter yet um, but they're a really cool podcast two really down-to-earth guys that um, keep it real, you know. They're there for you. Um, They talk about a lot of different things. So their podcast has a little bit of everything. Um, Make sure you go check them out. It's Table Muscles. They're on every platform. They're on social media. 
um, let them know that um, it's hide from what the paranormal sent you. And um, go show them some love and, and support. They're fairly new, but, you know, let's show our support. And um, they have a little bit of everything. So, you know, they may have topics that you really enjoy. So go take a listen and see what they have. Don't forget, they're called Table Muscles. And they're on uh, social media. And um, they um, are on all the podcast platforms. And don't forget to tell them that Miss Hyde from What the Paranormal sent you over. Thank you for joining us in the seance room. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. And I would like to thank all our new listeners, all our current listeners, and all our future listeners for joining us. With that being said, please like, share, and subscribe our podcast. We are on all platforms from Apple to Spotify to CastBox, soon to be iHeartRadio, so you can probably find us on all uh, podcast platforms. If you have any stories you'd like to share, please go ahead and email us at whattheparanormal1977 at gmail.com. We'll take a look at your story and we'll read it. If you would like to follow us on social media, we are on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also leave us a message via the Anchor app. The link will be listed below. And with that being said, we close the seance room. And we hope you all have a good day. And keep it ghosting. <laughs>